time of year once again. That special period that conjures up visions of all the classic imagery we've come to associate with this holiday. The snow softly falling outside, presents sitting under the tree, and of course, chestnuts roasting on an open fire. But less about my failed cannonball attempt last Guy Fawkes night. Ouch. Welcome, one and all, to the Lager Yule Logs Points of View with Tom and Stu. I'm Tom, he's Stu. Say hello, Stu. Hello. Happy holidays. To you too, buddy. Um, Yes, Merry Christmas to you all, dear listeners. Thank you for joining us. Sorry we couldn't find time to release a festive special last year, but Stu was busy being relocated by the Witness Protection Program. He's all settled in now, living happily under a new identity. Just how are you, Mr. Mohammed Wang Gonzalez? <laughs> blown my fucking cover. <laughs> Have I said too much? <laughs> Sorry, man. Uh, tonight, we're not going to disappoint because we'll be taking a festive frolic through a couple of seasonal selections, and they are Castle Eden's Christmas Ale, plus an offering from regular of the show at this point, Brofton. Is that good? I've been practicing. Bro, is it Brofton? Is it not Brof there? No. Don't, don't press your Ouch. Ouch. Okay. Brafton, and we'll be sliding into their Santa Stout. Reindeer Lectable or Ho Ho Horrible? Oh. Stick around to find out. Come on. For, for more atrocious puns. <laughs> Sit tight. Not just those. There'll be beer reviews as well, we promised. Uh, so, yeah, let's get into it first up this evening. I thought we'd try the lighter beer of our pairing, and hopefully that is Christmas Ale. Well, Castle Eden's Christmas Ale, to, mm-hmm. be, uh, to be specific. Right. Uh, mine's still tube. Still in the tube. That's it. Is there like a poster of Santa in here? That'd be nice. <laughs> it's nice, dude. I like the design. Yeah. It was one of those ones where it was in Tesco's, mm. and it was in like the Christmas gift aisle. You know, it's like pampering sets, bath bombs. And you uh, saw that on there. Nando's <laughs> <Thanks>. sauces. And <laughs> lo and behold, a little Christmas ale tucked on the top shelf. Nando sauces, and you buy me this shit instead. Come yeah. On. Yeah, come on. Uh, no, really we do zesty chicken logs. No, we don't. <laughs> we should though. That'd be a cool spin-off. Right, babbly open. What's... Ooh! Oh, it's wow! That's definitely nutty. yes, definitely nutty. Slightly nutty. I think that's that's a lie. That's really nutty. Mm-hmm. Chestnuts, On... indeed. Yeah, looking forward to this. Are you pouring, or are you just going straight yeah. straight to the bottle? Bring out the old old garden tumbler. Talk about old Christmas presents, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing my uh, Witchwood Christmas T-shirt that Stu gifted to me last year, I think it was. Yeah. Hasn't left my chest since then. Right, so... Yes, I am drinking from... The whole garden tumbler that Tom <laughs> gifted me. Look at Beautiful, the colour by the way. That's really nice, isn't it? Yeah, I think... Um, Very dark. Like, winter ale historically <laughs> fits into the uh, old ale category, but I have seen this listed as a, as a best bitter, so I'm very much looking forward to it. Um, I'm assuming these are both first-time tries for you, right, Stu? Yes. Yeah. Brilliant, man. Right, there's nothing else left to say, but... 
Cheers. Cheers, buddy. Hmm. Hmm. It's not bad. It's it's almost got like a chocolateiness to it. I wasn't expecting at all. I wouldn't say yeah. I wouldn't say it smells nutty, but I don't think it tastes nutty. It's got like a yeah, like a mm. definitely like a chocolate back end to it. Like an alcoholic Nesquik. <laughs> um, I, I, I kind of get the the nut tones as if it's like a, almost like a Nutella. Yeah, 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 yeah. You bang on. You bang on there, or man. More specifically, a Kinder Bueno. Like a Quinder, Quinder? Kinder Bueno kind of Ferrero Rocher kind of vibe, would you yeah. say? Yeah. Very nice. I was actually a good boy this year. I did manage to sample... Um, a Christmas brewski before this, so at least I'd have something fresh in my mind to compare this to. And oh. I had uh, Green King's Rocking Rudolph the other night uh, when I went for a curry. And to tell you the truth, I wasn't too gel crazy about it. It was on cask. I don't know whether it lost a little flavor presented in that format, but it was okay. Just no real wintry flavor for me, just a solid, quite light bitter. But this, on the other hand, tastes very festive. Mm-hmm. Very kind of true to the season. So, yeah, while you enjoy that, Stu, I'll fill in the listeners. This is Castle Eden's Christmas Ale, standing at a feisty 4%. They are a brewery operating out of the village Castle Eden in County Durham. And they were founded in 1826 by John Nimmo. Nimmo was a bit of a trendsetter, building the second pneumatic malt house in England around 1878. And his was amongst the first uh, breweries to adopt powered wagons to utilize in their booze shipment at the turn of the century. In 1905, his granddaughter, Eileen Denton Trechmain, Trechmain became chair of the company and was the only female to hold such a position in Britain. After discontinuing all cast production in the mid-60s, it returned to the site from 1991 onwards, and it was around this time a draft flow version of their famous Castle Eden Ale was introduced, uh, which they still brew to this day, alongside beers such as Castle Eden Blonde, which offers a blend of both pale and wheat malts alongside its Chinook Hops, Castle Eden Black, uh, a stout made with Muscovado sugar, flaked oats and milk, hmm. and a newer craft beer line for the hipster inside of us all. Right. Let's get into it, Stu. It's time to relieve the madness of me and Stu's Girls Weekend Away. It's Last Beers Watched. Yes. Yes. Yes, that's correct. (laughs) Stu, would you like to take the lead on the summary of all the sud silliness? Sure. (laughs) Tom was in Glasgow and I was in Glasgow. So we met up for a few drinks, and we actually managed to get to a fair few sites. We did, we did. More than I expected, and Mm. we did get to sample a nice varied selection of beer. Um, We started at The Ark, home of the best beer garden in Glasgow. (laughs) We had a look at the wettest beer garden in Glasgow. It looked nice, it looked nice, but I wouldn't sit out in there when it's pissing down. Uh, so we tried St Mungo's uh, Hell's Lager. We yeah, we did. Which was, was a nice, crisp, refreshing beer. Rock solid, man. Yeah, nice, refreshing starter beer. Um, mm-hmm. 
I felt I don't know whether I got a lot of kind of hellish taste from it, but it was a really good lager either way. Very very tasty, mm-hmm. which was uh, which was which was nice. Then we went along to Drygate Brewing. We did, we did, and each tried two of their different beers on tap. I went with the Barefaced Lager and the Mango Forklift Truck. <laughs> Bit of a mouthful. Ale. Mm-hmm. Now, Tom, what was the one that you sampled? So I had the Kelvin Pilsner, which yeah wasn't the best. I think the gluten-free nature of the beer may have gutted it a little bit. Um, I didn't really dig it, but yours was a lot better, um, I thought, as a Pilsner. Very tasty. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also had, can I just shock you, a Doppelbock and... Yikes! This was this was something. Uh, it just tasted very winey. I think was it. It said it was brewed. Yeah, it did say something about wine barrels. Yeah, red wine cask or, or barrel right. or something. And yeah, I should have probably looked before I leapt. Uh, leaped a little bit more as all I got out of it flavor wise was it was a bit of like a, a vinegary kind of sting to it. <laughs> um, I finished it off, but yeah, it wasn't quite what I was expecting. Sadly, mm. but very interesting beers and it had like a, a crazy range. Of, of stuff to try um, yeah that's was... a, we could have easily spent our afternoon there yeah definitely just working our way through the, the menu i mean they, they had like the paddles they were suggesting flights to us and i mean <laughs> yeah. i didn't bring my passport i was <laughs> i was a bit away by six o'clock <laughs> yeah we didn't quite have enough time but yeah it was nice to actually sit and in front of the the kind of brewery itself, yes, you know the glass doors and sit there and shame it was like their day off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was like, ah, we're sitting watching like an empty factory floor. Yeah, but still yeah, interesting. Uh, you know, just the same, just to be able to see kind of like the uh, the big machines and the, the barrels, and it was yeah, it was nice. It was good to kind of have something to look at. You know, while you had a while you had a beer, mm-hmm. which was very very nice. And uh, from there, we were directed, with the help uh, from the the servant staff at Drygate, to try a bar called Redmond's. Yes, we so. we did. It was good in there. It was nice, really nice mm. little kind of pub. It was uh, Overtone Wedgie, was it? You had to explain to me yes. what a wedgie uh, was. The, the Overtone Ouija. Ouija, yeah, which is yeah. A, a person who's from Glasgow. Yeah, typically, yes. like when they're not in Glasgow, like when ah, this person, okay. you hear that accent in Edinburgh, and there's, ah, oh, there's a Ouija on the train, <laughs> something along those lines. Okay, okay, there's no bringing back Scottish people from the dead now, right? No. No, okay, I thought that might be something to do with it, or uh, well, that has no, something to do with type. it. a different type. Ah, okay, yeah, and that was, uh, that was beautiful, it was um, yeah, really cloudy, kind of raw... Uh, New England IPA, wasn't it? With it, with a hell of a taste to it. There was pure sediment in it as well, as well which I thought it was like a smoothie. You could not see through that glass. It was, it was really cloudy, but yeah, it tasted delicious, man. I think it's probably the best um, any IPA that I've had on draft. I would say I can't mm-hmm. think of another one I've had on draft that's really hit hit the way that did. So yeah, I mean, I, I was. Uh, at a craft beer shop and looking at a wall of overtone tins. Ah, <laughs> Ouija okay. was not amongst them, unfortunately. Oh, I kind of wanted to revisit it, just try it at home. But um, as far as I know, it's just been in like casks 
I think I think it was it was it was draft draft rather than cast. But I don't know. I'm actually saying that because it did have that like it did have that like Cascale quality. The kind of like I don't know. Can't quite put my. It wasn't very refined. It was more kind of raw. So it, it might have been cask, but. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know but it was good about. either way. It was way. one of their guest deals. Yeah. So. It was fantastic uh, either way. But yeah, it was a lovely little place that was. Then um, we were pointed in the direction of the, the Grunt and Growler craft beer shop. And we decided to travel there because we're out in the east end of Glasgow. This Grunt and Growler seems to be west. Mm. So Tom threw his. I was going to say through his northern wisdom, but you're not northern. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm northern, but I've been a Midlander for the past few years. Yeah. But I'm a northerner at heart. Yeah. yeah. So you call us an Uber, which is just I did. like witchcraft. To you blew your mind, didn't it? Aye. <laughs> so you grab a couple of beers from, um, what's it, Iggy? At Redmond. Iggy, big Iggy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He Incredibly friendly yeah. guy. Yeah, he really hooked us up there. A really cool fridge of uh, loads of different craft beers. Did we, didn't we see like uh, an aged Lefay or something? Uh, aged Lefay or something like that. Yeah. There was loads of cool stuff. Like I say, if, you, if you'd gone in there with 50 quid, you probably would have spent it and left with uh, a Thanks. really we yeah, a really good kind of selection of brewskis, but yeah, yeah. So we we hopped an Uber down down there, and we picked up wild beers at Pogo. Yeah, a Pogo for the road. Pogo for the road, which of the mouthful I had, it was it was <laughs> it was solid. Kind of it was yeah. a strawberry kind of hits hits to it. it was, oh, it was definitely so, fruity. I yeah couldn't process it much myself. We were on the clock. No, we were we were. It was a nice buffer in between. Uh, quite heavy beers, flavor-wise. Yeah, I thought I it was a bit more subtler because we had the the kind of uh, any IPA, and then we had the, the Dunkel coming up. Um, so yeah, it was a nice little little buffer. I thought buffer beer. Since then, I've seen Pogo in uh, Morrison's, oh. but it's completely different can art. Like the ones we had was like a black and orange. And yeah. The ones I have in the shop now is kind of like a a painted splatter. With the the writing in black. Okay. So I'm not sure if there's a difference in volume. I probably should have checked. Yeah, possibly. That's possible, man. Yeah. Definitely would revisit that one. Definitely, it'd be nice to kind of uh, see how it tasted on its on its own, like on its own merits, rather than kind of enjoy it. Yeah, rather than kind of grouped in with a bunch of other beers and kind of rush rush drank. So I drank outside of like a play part (laughs) by the bins (laughs) next. Don't when, worry, we, we've Glasgow, got uh, you know? audio of this that you could hear at the end of the show. <laughs> Prepare yourself for that. Um, and yeah, then when we got to the, the, the Grunty Growler, we um, we managed to have a favourite of mine, the uh, Hofbrau oh, Dunkel. Like fridges everywhere, and I couldn't fridges. concentrate until I went for like my fifth slash. Dude, you were pissing a lot in there. Yeah. <laughs> the guy, I think the guy working was getting a pick. And so... like, oh, I'm not going away <laughs> fucking blowing shit up my nose. Come on, I'm Blow here for beer. Nose, dude. Yeah, you're a bit sniffly. Um, but yeah, it was obviously to return for me. I still really like it a lot. It's a gorgeous beer. Uh, like a cross between a 
a brown ale and a scotch ale, but it's a lager, like so it's it's very light. It's not it's mm-hmm. not thick at all. It goes down really smoothly, but has a lot of flavour to it. But you dug uh, that also, one, didn't you? Probably not as much as me, but you dug it. No, definitely. Uh, that yeah. it's also captured in our audio files. Okay, good, good, good. I, I, listening back to it, I don't actually remember recording <laughs> in the grunt and growler. But we're quite loud. Me neither. <laughs> me neither. A few well, beers in, and yeah, I think you're talking me down on it. Just saying you don't like it, do you? It's like I do. I do. Stop it. <laughs> Severe lack of enthusiasm uh, on on your on your part, too. Um, so yeah, that was great. Specifically, what was the name of it again? Uh, hot, oh yeah, the my problem is, is that you were trying to put it into Untapped to something else. You're like, oh, I'll just put it in as you know, Carlin. And I was like, what, I, I just was wrong no, with you. That what was the last. Doing? That was the pot still. But um, <laughs> oh no, I think yeah, you're right. I did do it at the grunting cell and you shamed me. I was like, what are you doing? Just, I started typing it, and I thought, it's got a name. The first result will do. And I tapped on that because I was beyond the point of caring. I was like four craft beers in, and that was like two beyond what I should be having. Oh, and on my phone, I just typed it as growler something dash German something. That is my recollection of those events. Very apt description. Yeah, it's hot Hofbrau Dunkel for uh, for future reference. Steve. Okay. And I just I just spat on my screen, so that's cool. And then yeah, we finished up. No, do we? We went to that one place and we we went to the Schillen, and then we just left. Went used their facilities. <laughs> <didn't> we? <laughs> yeah, it seemed a bit mm, a bit too arty farty for you. And yeah, me. it was a know. very high class. Yeah, place. It looked like like at the edge of like the business district. It looked like people were. They were not expecting us to, to come in wearing our Windsor oh. Willie hats, <laughs> our rosy red cheeks full of beer. And it's like, you know what, I'm just going to go for a slash and then we could leave. Yeah, it was. Uh, from what I saw, they had a good selection there when we kind of whizzed past the uh, the bar. But yeah, I think the well, vibe. Like, the you vibe. Took a, you took it upon yourself to be on this quest to find a wee heavy on tap. Oh, man. Just couldn't. Couldn't find it for love nor money, dude. Like it was a real struggle. But it's one of them. I think it's you know, it's an older it's an older drink, isn't it? And I think a lot of these newer places, or at least just any bars, really, older bars too, they're just not gonna supply it anymore because people just aren't drinking it, which is a shame. But yeah, yeah we um we kind of failed with that attempt, but we found um a brilliant bitter in Caledonia best. Mm-hmm. Which was the last beer of the night in um, not a pot to piss in. <laughs> <laughs> the pot still. Ah, yeah. How did yeah. we end up there? Um, Who suggested that to us? Oh, I wait, don't remember. You, I th- you, in your extroverted wisdom, accosted randoms on the street. We left the shilling. There was two older gents, older than us. Oh, they knew what they were talking about. And yeah. then stopped. Yeah. And you like you guys look familiar with a wee heavy. Go and point me in the direction <laughs> of a wee heavy. And they, had, them, they both suggested the pot still. Yeah, they had a, a wee heavy look bar. about them. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, they definitely had a wee heavy look at them. Uh, not quite on the money for what we were looking for, but it was a nice place. Um, Lively. 
very lively. And that Catalonia Bears, you know, I think, I don't know whether I said this at the time, but it was maybe the winner of the night for me in hindsight because I think I was too busy shouting to really take in the nuances of the brew uh, mm-hmm. in our brief time in there. But I really liked the nuttiness to it. It was like a bitter with a bit more of depth to the flavor, but it still had that kind of satisfying and creaminess to it that you get with a, with a draft bitter. So, yeah, in terms of new beers, like new tastes for me that night, I think I probably would go with that one as my favorite, I think. Right. What about you? Uh, probably the Ouija. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. This is the style of beer I enjoy. I haven't, I don't think I've tried any overtone. It's, it's always, like, seems to be one of the top tier sort of craft beers when it comes to Scotland, like your high end. Mm. Like, and they always kind of have this well uniformed artwork where it's just their name across the side of the can. And it just seems like every week they've come out with a new variation. And it's always like really high percentages as well. And, they're just something aesthetically pleasing to the, the designs of their cans. Yeah. So the fact that we went out there and found one on tap and it, it kind of yeah. lived up. Like it was a nice wee half pint, but it was, it was nice. It was just like a, I'll try and find a less grotesque way of saying it, it was, a, it was a nice wee mouthful. It, it was, it was it had a nice mouthful because it was like thick and like it was, you know, as I was saying, quite raw and it it, it just tasted good, but it, it really kind of, you know, texture was definitely a bit different mm-hmm. than what we're used to with a, um, with a, yeah, I'd say yeah, a bit different to kind of what we would come to expect with a, uh, any, any IPA, but the flavor was, you know, fantastic. And it, it yeah. was a bit more like zingier or like fruitier than you right. would you would expect it, it just really hit well um but yeah lovely beer but some really good I, I think it was you know a bit of a not even a mixed bag really i think we p- did pretty well to be yeah, honest exactly. a couple that, that was... didn't quite hit the mark but the rest were like, you know, five most of them fantastic in like yeah five hours yeah and it wasn't too rough well. sure we kind of it was like almost the last minute of the crystal maze as we were both trying to get back to our respective train stations. Yeah, it's quite funny, yeah. <laughs> I could hear the music playing in my head as I was jogging to, like, Glasgow Queen Street. And... It was but... good. Bit of a wet one, but um and... survived it. And we came back with some... Uh... Well, uh, sorry, uh, no oh. Omicron. <laughs> yeah, was, these were the, this was pretty... Um, some pretty of those pubs strong. we were in... We're very tightly packed. Yeah, definitely. And when you kissed that guy as well, I thought you're taking he a piss a little us. bit. Ah, okay. Yeah, no, the falls yeah. of that. He forced forced himself upon us a little bit. You know, I that's turned not cool. into an impromptu photo shoot. That's not. Like, <laughs> he here, here neighbor, take a picture of us. Ten minutes later, like, can I have my phone back? <laughs> oh, you want a kiss? Okay, here, have a lager log sticker. Leave think, us alone. Yeah, I think that was a good trade off, to be honest. But very good trade. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so all in all, yeah, fantastic day and uh, soon to be repeated. I feel. Yeah, I want to and see you in another seven years. Perfect. Uh, how you get on with your beer, man? Oh, it's been empty for a while. Yeah. What What do you think? It, it's a really nice, easy drink. Kind of light nuttiness to smell and taste. Mm. What's hitting me is like it has got that 
that, that kind of chocolate chocolatiness there, but it's also also quite hoppy as well, isn't it? I wouldn't say anything like an IPA, but yeah, you know, it's quite quite close to that taste. Mm. Very interesting. Mm. Oh, that sort of shot of that. <laughs> mm. So yeah, um, I think we should probably jump onto our next beer, and our second brew of tonight is Broughton's. Santa Stout. That's a big boy, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Santa's I looking a bit more. The one with the dodgy label. Whoops. <laughs> Santa's right looking a bit the mystery more... bottle. <laughs> Santa's looking a bit more uh, burlier on the uh, on the label with this one. Mm-hmm. Looking good. Santa's been pumping iron in preparation for the twenty fifth. So uh, yes, crack this bad boy open. Mm. Vanilla, oatmeal, and chocolate. And tonight, I thought since the last episode of the year, I broke out the stein. <laughs> awesome. It was like um, pouring it into the bucket. <laughs> As you say, I mean, Brow- Browson's, it's never disappointed us in the past. So I, I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to uh, to this one. <laughs> this is a nice half a pint there. That'll do. That'll do. Somewhere <laughs> <laughs> the size of my fucking head. <laughs> it smells not as it's not as striking as the last one, but it's still still pretty good. <laughs> you can do it's it. It's like I'm huffing a tin of paint. Go on. Cheers, man. Cheers. Mmm. It's got some taste to it. Yeah, it's not. Mm. Oatmeal and chocolate wouldn't be my first mm. thought, but no, it's got more that kind of burnt kind of mm. taste to it. Maybe like a little bit kind of nutty, like a burnt kind of nutty taste to it. This is one's definitely yeah. more nutty than the last one, I would say. Interesting, yeah, interesting. Uh, but it's um, definitely got a darker, smoky, smoky, yeah. Burnt. It definitely, <laughs> it definitely delivers on the. Um, on the kind of what, what you would expect from a stout for sure. Um, so yeah, this is Santa Stout from close personal friend of the show, Broughton Ale, sitting at a fortuitous 4%. Broughton were established hilariously enough in Broughton in 1979 by James Collins and David Younger and was the first initiated Scottish microbrewery. The building they started brewing in originally was an abattoir in a former life. So the tradition of getting slaughtered lives on. Uh, not the first time we've covered them on the show, as I've alluded to. We worked our way through two jocks last season, but mm-hmm. that's what happens when you head cheerleader, you know. Uh, along oh, with Old Jesus Jock Christ. and Wee Jock, their Scotch Ale and 80 Shillings Scottish Ale, respectively. They offer the Hoppo. Do we do we yep. find out? Is that Hoppo or Hopo? Do we find out? Uh, Hoppo's Hoppo, fine. yeah. They uh, offer their Hoppo collection, showcasing their more craftier side with a range of IPAs. And I don't know whether this is something that has happened since we last covered them or something I've just missed in the past, but they are offering a 20-year-old Russian imperial stout, Ooh. which will only set you back a £50 crowdfunder donation. Damn. I mean, last time I got involved with a 20-year-old Russian, I paid a bit more than expected to. You know what I'm saying, bro? You know what I'm saying, though? Uh, uh, so, on, on that note, not really. <laughs> Um, I saw in Lidl's this week <laughs> that they were selling Imperial Stouts. It was 10.5% for £2. I think I've had that one. Is it 
Was the top end of it dipped in candle wax? No. <laughs> yeah, these bottles seem to have been sealed with a blue candle wax. That's not the same one I had now. I can't remember the stout, but I did. I had an imperial stout from the middle before, and it was incredible. And I can't remember now yeah, who made that, it. Too, that had cans, it. which was a Love Lane, which I've seen that name around. Mm. But these other ones, it was just imperial stout, 10.5%. <sighs> Let's check that out. That sounds good. That sounds really good. So security tagged with candle wax, was it? Yes. Oh, I was school. like, oh. A fancy letter from Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> Did a raven bring this beer? <laughs> so we'll, we'll, we'll hopefully get to that. Check it out. Listeners, get yourself down to Lidl. It was Lidl or Aldi? Yeah, Lidl. Get yourself down to Lidl. Check it out. Let us know how it is. Uh, so next up, we thought we would take questions from number one fan of the show and soon to be slapped with a restraining order, Mr. Dirty Stew. He's got a few questions for us. Lovely guy. Lovely guy. We've got a few questions for him or from him. And his first one is, what beer brand is overhyped? Controversial, possibly. Um, I think it would be Brewdog. Oh. I mean, I feel like I've not drank any of their beer this year. Mm. And I don't feel like I'm missing out. Mm. I mean... Definitely more miss than hit for me with Blue Dog, but I was going to say Tiny Rebel because ah, that's a good, good point as well. Because on our episode, mm. it was a mixed bag. Uh, yeah, I mean, I didn't really dig either of them. I, I like the is it the, the Citra IPA a bit more than the, um, the Stay Puffed, the Stay Puffed, but I still didn't dig either of them that much but just to be honest i haven't had a beer from them that i've dug yet really i, I don't know whether overhyped is fair but it is what it is i'm not the biggest mark for craft beer but i have had some fantastic ones in the past and a yeah. couple of great ones this season just not from the tiny ones themselves but yeah, i've had six different styles from tiny rebel and it's three for three Three that I really enjoyed, and three that were okay. Yeah, bit of a mixed bag. Yeah, yeah, that would be that would be my kind of name to uh, to mention. Um, but yeah, uh, I think yeah, maybe Brewdog's like the, the the easy one to point a finger at. But um, I'm, for some reason, I've never enjoyed Punk IPA, which no. always seems to be like their the go to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like the big brand, like yeah. that's the the traditional standard. Like everyone enjoys this, but that I had tried Dead Pony Club and I was terrible. Yeah, um, Elvis Juice. I'm not a big fan of either. I I did drink lots it's of okay, that. Okay, but it was okay, but it yeah. was never the biggest sort of uh, fruity notes coming off of it. I've not had Clockwork. Uh, for ages, nor have I had uh, like Hazy Jane, but the variations puts me off. And yeah, I like even like when you go into Asda's and it's got the craft beer aisle, but then it's got this wanky little bit for Brewdog, just because mm. like we're Brewdog, we deserve our own bit. I think it's a name that most people associate with craft beer now, isn't it? Really, yeah, but got it's fucking hotels now. With yeah, twenty four seven hot dogs. <laughs> Yeah, it's, but you know, it's good to see that 
there's other craft beer uh, companies kind of rising up, exactly. you know, especially with yeah. the Scottish beer festivals in, in, in Lidl and Aldi and stuff. So, ah. you know, it's not just them at the moment um, in terms of craft beer. So it's good that people have got that got that choice to, to get that out. Them. You don't want to kind of go there and go, oh, I hate brew dogs. Well, there's only two other types that you could mm. go for. Yeah. There's so. a lot more selection now, which is uh, which is cool. Um, okay. Well, our second question of the evening is, what beer did you used to drink but now think, why was I drinking that shit? <laughs> Um, maybe Fosters like I used to drink a few tins of Fosters and now I hear does everyone thinks it's absolute pish and I'm like well I'm not going like I I doubt I'll ever really drink another Fosters again unless someone offers me a tin yeah is that that or Brewdog I I I bag on Fosters a lot um and a lot of those are the bog standard brews, but you know they're just not my thing. I don't, I don't think any yeah. of them are shit. To be honest, I'm not that pretentious, but you know it's just not really what I drink. But I think I've mentioned before that sadly in my youth I did drink Carlin uh, in the days before I really fell in love with beer, and it was just what everybody did to get pissed. It wasn't really yeah. kind of a reason to drink beer. And then when I warmed up to drinking beer as a pastime, I was still flirting with a lot of the American lagers like Bud and Miller and cause um i still have a soft spot for for brahma which was like a a brazilian beer that that mm. i think it's actually like an international power lager rather than american one and i could still get down with that uh if solely just for nostalgia's sake but it's just not something i drink now again if it's like someone you know as you say if someone offers it to you and you know you're gonna have a couple of beers or something mm-hmm. after work it's like yeah, it's not a bad choice, but if I'm kind of going out my way to to drink beer, like to track down stuff, then those kind of lagers Aye. or those kind of American lagers, kind of weak lagers, wouldn't really kind of uh, factor into it for me personally. Like last time I had Carlin, it was like a barbecue with some friends, mm. and for some reason I I must have seen it. It was either the film uh, Beer Fest or some other film or television show where we were shotgunning beers and the way to do it was by taking like your house keys punching it in the bottom of the tin <laughs> and sticking it into your mouth and then cracking the lid open and just guzzling the contents after Bang doing days. that twice i remember spending 10 minutes thinking the room was spinning and i was questioning my life decisions <laughs> like just holding on to the, the the cistern of the toilet going oh no oh it's gonna stop it's stopping don't worry Fine. I think I think it messes with your belly too because there's no time for it to settle, so it yeah. kind of explodes and it's still kind of all foamy and fizzy and it like really makes your your belly spin when you when you shock and stuff. It's like uh, bubbles. Yeah, it's not something that uh, I tend to do a lot these days. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, you you're right about that one, bud. Um, and uh, if you finish that question yes Stuart yes uh the last one the dirty one asks is what spirits do you like to drink he says I'm into dead man's fingers rum and disarano oh my wife does enjoy disarano um I'm still quite a fairly plain Jane when it comes to spirits it would be Jack Daniels yeah. or Jack Daniels honey would be one yeah that's a good one have I you had like the fireball to... one no I haven't tried good 
before when I was drinking Jack Daniels honey, it was kind of that. You had like your normal standard JD, then you had like the single barrel and the gentleman jack. Yeah, the, the gentleman honey, jack's good. And you would drink like the the honey was the only one I could probably drink with just a couple cubes of ice, swirling in a tumbler, drinking it, feeling all sophisticated. Mm. Whereas if I tried that with Jack Daniels or Gentleman Jack, I'd take a sip and go. <laughs> <laughs> You really were. <laughs> <laughs> you trying to look cool and suave, <laughs> and you turn into a fucking character for The Simpsons. And <laughs> whereas with the honey, you could have that on its own, just just a couple cubes of ice, just the water down a tiny little bit, and you could just kind of sit there and nurse it. And yeah, so that would might God, I might actually still have some. Whiskey in the fridge, like the fridge, uh, the cupboard. It's usually that or like Jim Beam. Yeah, love Jim Beam. Or yeah. uh, God, like Bullet Bourbon, whatever kind of whiskey or bourbon that was kind of brought to like a party. It's like, aye, why no? Well, someone left it and you now own it. Rebel you Yell. You never gave it back. I got Rebel Yell once and somebody put in a fucking cup of tea for me. Like, oh, can I, I think I've had too much. I might just have a cup of tea. He's like, Did you put fucking whiskey in this cup of tea? That's not what I mean. I'm saying I'm done. It's what friends are for. Stop uh, it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm into whiskey a lot too. Scotch, bourbon. Um, not a massive fan of rum. But if I'm going to have a mixer, because those, obviously, whiskey, whiskey likes to drink straight. But if I'm going to have a mixer, I, I definitely like to get down with the Bacardi as I think it, it just blends the best for me with uh, with Coke. And I love this Arana myself. And Stu, if you're listening, I know you are. If you haven't tried the new Velvet edition, get on that. It's uh, it's like Bailey's, but a bit lighter in taste to me. It's kind of this, this Arana when uh, it's like a liqueur, liqueur. Um, but yeah, man, I, I, we dig Bailey's a lot as well, especially around, around Christmas. Have you seen Always have fewer them. Have you seen anything from a hobgoblin regarding like their new festive beer that they have on a cask at the moment? I haven't. No, unfortunately, I I always tend to have like a Christmas Eve drink pretty much every year. I've always done that. Me and a couple of mates. So you're not wrapping presents like the rest of us. Well, you know, I'm responsible, so I make sure that's all done before I head out. But yeah, right. that's always my time to kind of have a see what guest Christmas ales um, yeah. are knocking about. But obviously this year, it's not going to happen. I'm, I'm going to avoid kind of going out like the plague, to be honest, so I can still see all my family and not give them yeah. life-threatening disease. <laughs> what so, a time to be alive. <laughs> so I'm going to pass, sadly, but I, I, I would be very interested in kind of what they're up to because I love a lot of their brewskis. Uh, we did ask if they were going to see a bar humbug, the Christmas beer is what they called it. Yeah. But it is only... Uh, appears to be, you know, in pubs, not in bottles. Yeah, yeah, which is which, which is a shame. So yeah. I might, I might, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, no, Tom, can. stay at home. But, stay safe. Yeah, I think it's the best thing to do. But um, yeah, if, I mean, if it's still lingering around in the new year, we'll we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see where the country's if at. You want ten days off of work? Sure. But yeah, geez, I'll uh, yeah, I'll probably pass on it for now. So uh, yeah, thank you. The dirty one for the questions. Really appreciate that, bud. Cheers, um, Yeah, cheers, mate. Uh, Merry Christmas to you. 
and um, we'll hopefully, um, I'm, sh- I'm assuming that you'll have more content for us next next season. So, our last topic of the night, it's the one everyone's been waiting for. It's here. It's our best beers of the season. Juice. My head was like, I wanted to shout beers of the year. But I was like, That's we've done two one. seasons. Yeah, I was going to say, that'd be, that'd be both seasons. Beers of the last two months. Yeah. Doesn't, doesn't go as well. Stu, seeing as it's been a slightly shorter season this go around, we have a top three to share, right? That's yes. kind of what we're, what we're going with. Do we want to do like both our threes, both our twos, both our ones, etc.? How, how did you... I think that's how yours. we... Um, just, did you just list the... Everything we drank and kind of just went that picked three. Yeah, I kind of. I went... sorry, you go. Go, on, man. No, no, no. I, I asked you, and then I immediately cut you off. <laughs> Very rude. Tom, tell like me now. Uh, no, I uh, I went through the list of the beers that we did and kind of picked which ones I thought were good, which ones were kind of average, which ones are bad, and then kind of went to the good category and kind of rounded it down from yeah, from there, yeah. So uh, what is your number three? I think we do three, two, one, then maybe an honourable mention. Yeah, well, yeah. mine's... Um, I have three. I didn't put them in an order. Okay, that's all right, man. But, what, yeah. what, would, what would, just looking at it, what would be the last on the list? At the bottom of the list, I have McEwen's Champion. Mmm... Yeah, I'm glad he made the list. So, and that was it. I decided to do my selection, sort of King of the Rings style. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So I had our eight episodes, and I chose one beer from each episode, and then oh, whittled it down until I had it. four. So I've got an honourable mention with three other beers. Brilliant. That's, that's a good way of doing it, man. Um, so yeah, why is Champion in your list, Stu? It's just a really nice, refreshing beer. Yeah, man. Definitely. So it's, it's one of these ones where, even though it, it's quite a high percentage, well, probably because it's a high percentage, it's a really smooth drink. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, God, what style of beer is this? And on the label, just says premium. Is it? Well, you're not wrong. Yes. Well, it's the Scot- Scotch ale, and yeah, you're right, dude. It, it, it's definitely obviously it's got a it's got a kick to it, but mm-hmm. it's not as it's not as kind of harsh as maybe some beverages in that 7% kind of area. My number three would be Edinburgh Beer Factory's Pale at Sea Lager. Yeah, man. It was um, it was a toss-up between this and my next pick for best lager of the season. And this one slightly lost out. But it was refreshing, crisp, very sessionable, had that slight crafty taste to it without being kind of overbearing. And I think he'd be a great pick for either beer aficionados aficionados or the, you know, regular man on the street. I think it Mm -hmm. works or would work in kind of both both categories, would you reckon? No, I'm very pleased to hear that it made your list. Um, I have that as like an honourable mention. Yeah. That was like sort of in the fourth place. Okay, okay. Out of the top three, but no, it is yeah. a very nice, very reliable nice, yeah. lager that's just a little bit different. Reliability, yeah, that, that's it's that's always that's... there in littles, so it's kind of like <laughs> something I can rely on. Yeah, yeah, that's another thing I think that kind of 
pushes it into the category that you, you you could see yourself kind of going back to it like you know and and, and having it on a on a regular basis because it, it's it, it's quite simple but very interesting at the same time like you know it's it, mm-hmm. it's the best of both worlds so uh, yeah that's my number three what's your number two Stu? my number two is double joker mm. it was funky fruity it was it was wild it was just yeah, I cracked the lid off it. And I was like, "What the fuck have we just uncorked? <laughs> this is pure madness." Yeah, it was, it was it was crazy, man. It really impressed me. It was a very nice kick, very full on flavor, and it was kind of everything that I wanted from from Joker. Yeah, uh, originally, but saying that, I did obviously have Joker on draft while I was away in Glasgow. And it was fantastic. I liked it a lot more on draft. It had a richer taste akin to its double brother that we're mm. kind of talking about now. So, yeah, it, 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 it was good. It's It probably would be my honorable mention, to be honest. Didn't quite make my top three, but it was okay. it, it was great. It was really, really good. Um, my number two was Diplom Pills from Vault House. Just mm. a really great brew. Very close to being... My number one pills now. I think if I had it again, it might just take the top spot. You know, if it was something that I could get my hands on more regularly. Yeah, because there was that and the summer beer, wasn't it? The summer beer, yeah, which was kind of like a a weaker, lighter version of this. Um, But yeah, this was great. And yeah, it's complex, kind of spicy flavor to it, but still very, very quaffable. And Mm -hmm. yeah, as I say, I think if it was more easily accessible to me, I'd probably drink it a lot more and it would probably be way up there in terms of my kind of pills in the charts so uh yeah. yeah great great little discovery from uh, from germany and Stu, drum roll your number one please what is it um wild beers millionaire milk stout no <laughs> i told you these are not numbered in a specific order there were four beers i had at the top one honorable mention no, I might take a piss, man, because for me it was something that I, it, I just churned my stomach. Like, I, I didn't dig it at all, but I'm really glad that, that, that you Yeah, don't. I do enjoy a sweet stout. Yeah. Um, as I, I say, I, I take it like coffee, or like milk and two sugars. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's kind of a similar vibe, isn't it? So. so that's the second time I've had it, and both times it's been a nice, light, sweet drink. Yeah. And I would just laugh at you as I drank it because you had like... The opposite taste. I struggled. Yeah, you're on a different a journey than I. I struggled a little bit, but it was interesting to try it at least, you know, and kind yes. of get it under my belt. Point of the show, so isn't it? yeah, so it was it was interesting, very interesting. But no, that's, that's awesome, man. Great list. My uh, number one, I completely chickened out and put put two as number one. What? I'm, I'm sorry, I had to do it. I couldn't decide. I, I debated. Um, delighted, uh, deliberated on it for uh, ages. Couldn't pick one. It's Adam's broadside and McEwen's champion as a tie for the number one spots. What? It's hard, dude. Just... It's hard. I love them both. Flavor wise, you know, both very dark, very malty, thick, yep. satisfying. Champion has, as you're talking about, like a slightly heavier kick, but broadside, I, I maybe dig slightly more flavor wise. So it's a dead heat. I mean, like I was saying before, Champion, with beers that are more kind of accessible, Champion's more accessible to me, so I drink it more often, whereas Broadside's like a rare treat. 
yeah. that it's just less available to me in terms of location. So that might factor into my feelings, but maybe I don't know. It's kind of like top greatest fifty films, and number one is the Godfather trilogy. Yeah, yeah. Need to fucking cram a, a trilogy in there. Pick one. It's true. It's a struggle, man. They're both fantastic beers, and um, I don't know, man. Maybe I will work it out and get to the bottom of it at some point in the future. Mm-hmm. But for now, yeah, it's got to be like a, a tie for me. Um, and yeah, my I already mentioned it, but yeah, my wild card was uh, ah, wild card was a double joker. That's good. I didn't think yeah. about that. That it was double joker. Yeah, like 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 you said, man. I, I agree with your uh, with your feelings, with your take on the brewski. What was your wild card? You said I didn't have one. Anything that that just my honourable mention. Was oh, honourable mention. Yeah. yeah, sorry, man. Yeah, honourable mention slash wild card, same kind of thing. So, yep. um, yeah, that was it. I think a, a good season. Some real kind of. I know, definitely. I really a enjoyed it. Of stuff, yeah, like a mixture of stuff this season, and we got a bit more craftier. And um, yeah, I really dug the getting two beers from the same kind of company, the same brewer, because it was mm-hmm. good to have something to like compare to. So um, that was always brilliant. So, what do you think about the beers, Stu? How you going on with, with, with it's the- nice. It's something I could just sit and sip on for a while. It's funny to see it's the uh, four ABV. Mm. Just the same as the the nutty little Eden. Um, I want to say Eden Mel, but that's a gin company. Um, the Christmas Ale. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Castle Ale is it? Castle Vale? Castle what? Castle Eden. Castle, Castle Eden. Eden. Got there in the end. Yeah, I think I definitely enjoy the style a lot more. Um, I don't think it promises a lot of the flavors that are on the back. Uh, no, no. Well, I think it, it doesn't really deliver on a lot of the promises of flavor on the back, but it's still a really impressive stout, like rock solid stout. And I drink this all year round, not just not just Christmas, because mm. of beers for life, not just for Christmas. I think that's how the advert went a few years ago. Okay, so I think that's about it from us. Make sure to. But don't turn it off as soon as the end credits hit because we've got a nice surprise. As uh, Stu hinted, well, Stu basically just told you. And there's going to be outtakes at the end from uh, from our field trip. So make sure you uh, yeah keep listening for that. That's a wrap. It's time to put a bow on this podcast present from us to you, the listener. Don't worry, we've we've left the receipt in so you can return it if, if we don't quite fit. Maybe exchanges for something a bit shitter like Podcast on Fire or Films and Swearing or something. I don't know. Um, it's at the log <laughs> if you'd like to track us down and tune into what we'll be getting up to in between seasons. Our Instagram is where all the people with a brew loose hang out. A sud sanitarium, if you will. Stu, what's been happening over there lately? I've just been showing off my cans. <clears throat> this lovely not, set that I got. Not a lot has changed, really, from yeah. We've just been what you do most them, of the time. Just plopping them down on top of my kitchen counter. Not a, <laughs> <laughs> not a big difference, really, to you know, mm. what you get up to regularly. Uh, okay, good. You know, just take a picture good. of them, slap on about 30 hashtags, and look good. at all the just, likes. Don't forget about the filters, man. Defo. You need you need, you need need filters for those puppies of yours. Um <laughs> So brilliant, buddy. Any um, any parting words? Any inspirational advice or anything like that before we uh, sign off? Just if you've listened to us at all this year, thank you for yeah. 
for yeah. taking the time to listen to us. It's very much appreciated. And I hope you all have a very happy Christmas. Nice, nice. I, I was going to go with Moultrie, Moultrie Christmas and Happy New Year. That's Is that okay? That's not as good, is it? But, but it's kind of the yeah. same as yours, but it adds more kind of shitness to it. Aye. Which I think is pretty good. Definitely, um, that's a first draft joke right there. <laughs> well, I would want to say, yeah, Merry Christmas to, and Happy New Year to the listeners, but also to you, Stuart, my, my co-pilot. Thank you for tuning in, guys, and join us for season four. Uh, no, we got renewed. Uh, crazy. Uh, yeah, again. Um, coming to shells in 2022 that is if my upcoming wine podcast doesn't take off bon voyage booze hound say goodbye Stu goodbye Bizarrely, got a little bit of sun coming in on this Glasgow Saturday afternoon. Very strange. <laughs> Very odd it's, indeed. It's setting. It's yeah, it's kind yeah. of uh, it's happening right now, man. Very nice. We got so what was wild this? beers, yeah. Our return to wild beer. We Pogo. got Pogo Fruit Pale, Pale Out Plus. Sorry, I was getting a text message. Passion there. Fruit. What was that mean? Amateur. Plus orange, plus guava. I'm trying to find a good place to hang my Christmas wreath. <laughs> I won't share my secret with you. Come on, man. <laughs> Stick to the script. Uh, I'm gonna crack this bad boy open, man, right now. I thought I was only polite to ask the driver. Uh, hey, driver, can we drink bevies in the back of your taxi? What's you drinking, So we don't uh, spill it, or? Yeah, can we don't, we're not gonna no, spill what it, man. Is that? Uh, Pogo. Uh, beer. It's beer, but it's I'm very. You got to go in out of the taxi. It's what, man? That's the terms and condition. You know, can't drink. In the I taxi. can't drink oh, in the back of the taxi. Okay, man. Don't oh, worry. I'll see you there, man. Don't worry. Just wait till we get to the joint. We're gonna have to leave the outside. We're gonna leave it outside. That's the terms and conditions. Open, no man. way, man. That's what about if well, I just leave it like that? It's, I can't. It's open. Could, could you step out and drink it, then come back in? That's that. If can we do want, that? Yeah, if you can. Are you get? Yeah, can we just like? Will you leave the cab running, and then we'll just go out and drink it? You've got just one minute, otherwise I'll leave. One yeah. minute, 60 seconds. We could do that, man. We did it faster. Oh. We did it faster in the past. Let's do it. Come on, man. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Here we go. Jesus. Right. Here we are. I don't know where we are, yeah. but we're somewhere. I mean, I don't want to open this tin just to waste back it. Alley. Crack it open, man. My phone's in there, so I don't want him seconds. to leave without my phone. It's 3.41 now. I'm going to take a big swig and then put... Cheers, bro. Cheers. Wow. That's really nice. Yeah. It's almost like strawberry. Like, kind of... Reviewing beer on the side of a street in Glasgow. 
Is this what you expected for the Christmas podcast? Did you ever think we'd sink this low? Ugh. I had a feeling. Oh, it's nice, but... Oh. I sit bound for that. <laughs> There's no picture of us yet. Not a bad brewski. Right. <laughs> Let's get him before he fucks off on my phone. Ah. Oh. I didn't know you go something funny out now. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Cheers, Cheers, bro. <laughs> I don't know. Like fruity. Hit a kind of sweetness. Yeah. Between the kind of quite heavy brews. Yeah, it wasn't well, the vinegar the vinegary brews, are they? <laughs> well that's com like comparing nice. it to like the overtone wheatie you had. That was a good brew, man. It's, it was, it's almost like, neck and neck. Neck and neck. I like the that was probably the cloudiest New England IPA I've ever had. It, 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 was looked, very, it looked like a smoothie. It had like yeah, it had like a lot of I don't know what you call it, like uh Yeast? <laughs> like, it definitely had a yeast infection. Uh, I don't want to have was, my beer. Yeah, I know. Have I got one, brother? What's the thing? Yeah, you Beautiful! Wow, what a beautiful sky we got here, mate. It's gorgeous. I think that's going to lie, isn't it? How many times have you been to Scotland now? Three or four. Last time I was here was for Simple Minds. Before that was my dad's. dad's. You've got Rio's here! Rio's the best, man. What? Rio's beautiful, bro. All right. Yeah, Rio's fantastic. Yeah, uh, and then before that was my dad's wedding, probably, in uh, Carnoustie. Mm. Down there, man. Honestly, when I met your dad at the train station today, I thought he was going to chib me about stones and how we haven't he, had any. No, he, and, and you know what? He thought that you were going to chid him because he keeps writing about stones all the time. It's like a, <laughs> it's like a recurring meme. He's like, yeah, I love this IPA, plus stones. <laughs> yeah. We need right. to do stones on the show, man. otherwise he's going to get really pissed off. Right. Right. When's his birthday? Oh, <laughs> June, it. yeah, yeah, we'll do, do it, mean, man, we'll do it. A fucking birthday podcast. We'll do it, man, but the thing is, he always tells me that it tastes different now, that it used to be a lot better, but since I started drinking it, it, it it's changed, like, it's not as good, but I, I still really like it. It's there with, like, John Smith's Bellhaven... Boddington's, it's around right. there, man. It's, it's good, it's good. It's really good. Man, look at these buildings, man. This guy, it's, it's mm -hmm. good to see a side of, side of the city we had soon, yeah. Just glad there's no rain, man. We got absolutely hammered last night. I will, I will say what I want, because I'm a 31. Right. 32, so, actually. What was, the, what was the beer we've just had? We've had uh, Hofbrau Dunkel. Fantastic stuff. Exceptional. A very beer. dark multi beer. Yeah, what do you think? I'm more concerned about what you feel. I think I put my feelings across on the podcast it's, before. I'm curious to what you say. I've forgotten about your opinion. Uh, Ooh, may, you? Maybe you because we're you? like four or five beers in. I was probably in. pissed at that point. But yeah. it, it seems like I've drunk more beer than you. I don't think drunken's a word, but cool. A drunken? Anyway. <laughs> Sank. Let's say I'm He's sank. Definitely more. drunken. So definitely drunken. We're we're sitting in the the grunt and growler. What did you say? What did you call me? Did you say G or was it G? Uh, the Benno beer. C. Because I know how you Scots are. That's, you drop that C bomb. 
this is the last not time not I'm really doing the podcast with Tom. Not even thinking about it. This when might not even make the Christmas special. The, uh, do you like me growler? Um, we almost got like kicked that. out of an Uber. This is my first Uber, and he almost got us kicked out of it. Is your first Uber? Yeah. What? You could have told me. I'm a local I'd boy. Made, I'd have made it a bit more special for you. <laughs> he's like, Jeez, sorry, Christ. driver, could I shotgun this beer? Well, he's like, no. I, I only double-checked when you asked me to double-check, because otherwise I was going to be an okay thing. You had already yeah. broken the seal, seal before you asked the anyone. Seal broken. The seal is broken a lot of the time, to be honest. If I could only answer by the, the driver's eyes, he was not impressed. But <laughs> this Dunko is a nice... Dark beer. Did you say it was a lager? It's uh, yeah. It's uh, Dunkel is is a dark German lager, from what I have uh, from well, from information I've gathered in my head regarding Bruce Carino's. Did I draw that out too much or not? Quite quite a, a lot. Bit, bit shorter and a bit snappier. Yeah. It's beer for the kids. Yeah. It's beer for the kids. But yeah. I think I've hit the wall, Tom. Oh shit! Of being like trying to be respectable in public. This, listen, there's no point in being respectable when you're in Glasgow. I'll tell you that right now, bro. But <laughs> pardon me, I keep burping into the mic. That is not nice for the listening audience. I apologise. Merry Christmas. You know, just in case. I really appreciate that. As a friend telling me when I'm walking for a cause or not, it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool to have. I know, I might give off the impression that I might actually want a fourth season. <laughs> yeah. That's fine, I'll... Especially I'll. this way. <laughs> so what's been the best beer? Yeah, the one that was beery. Do you remember that one? Yeah, that was good. Oh. We've only that had five one, or six. Do you know, that last one was pretty good. I can't... The Caled... Wait, uh, Caledonian Best, but then some old boy told you to get another. Yeah, yeah, did I? So, which did you get? Did you get what he suggested or what I, well, what you suggested? He recommended a lager. Uh, I don't know what that was, but he recommended the the Caledonian Best, we said. No, that's what we suggested, and he pointed to something else. No, yeah, so, no, we we completely did not listen to what he said. We got the Caledonian Best bits. uh, He looked like a bit of a skinhead, anyway. (laughs) Yeah. It was best bitter. Do you want to be accepted by society? Yeah, it was like best bitter, but I kind of like brown uh, ale undertones. It was a bit nutty, yeah, it was a bit nutty. It was somewhere between the best bitter and a brown ale, which I I really liked. Really appreciated. Now, and that was probably, I don't know, the best bitter, maybe that or the New England IPA we had, that was. That was up there, definitely. Was that the Overtone Ouija? The Overtone was fantastic, yeah. The Ouija was really nice. Like a kind of New England IPA, but very high. The haziest New England IPA I've ever had. For certain. You're supposed to say hello Uh, when you see. Hello. Not like that. Yeah, that was uh, fantastic, but I did like our Aruba beer as well. That was great. That was a nice little kind of sweet shot. Of fruitiness from the between what? <laughs> which beer? The uh, the Uber beer we had, but the one that we got kicked out. Wait, of the the Dunkel. No, the Dunkel was before. Dunkel was great. I'm not really putting it in our running order just because I've had it before. Right. But if it was obviously beers I had before, it'd be on top. But if we're talking about beers we've only just had newly tonight. Yep. Then I would say that yeah, the uh, the, the Uber beer was pretty good. 
Can't lie. What was that, Sorry. baby? She's beheaded someone. Uh, well, she did not care for me at all. Yeah, that was like a, a fruity IPA. Oh, sorry. Wait, where? If you want to get off of me, just ask me. No, but stop it. Uh, yeah, the fruit, the fruit beer that we had the IPA, you know the one. In the IPA. Well, we had the Uber, you know the joke. No? It's a bit... Are we speaking English at this the point? The cans, the cans that we had in the Uber. Oh, the yes. Pogo. Well, yeah, the Pogo. Sorry. Yeah, the Pogo Wild well, Beer. Yeah, now, I don't want us to get run by Fast and Furious, so please press the button. On your go. Furious Glasgow, right?